Welcome to another fabulous, fantastic, and of course, educational episode of My Orgasmic Life. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Gaia Morissette. And today, so before we get into this today's topic, um, I feel like I should do a little bit of content warning. Um, I'm going to be talking about vaginal health as well as uh, yeast infections. So not my normal sort of really, really hot or sexy conversation, <laughs> but it's important if we don't have a healthy, happy vagina, which is a delicate ecosystem, then we cannot have epic sex. Okay. So even though we may not want to talk about it, it needs to be talked about. So why this topic? Well, just because I would have just said, but also I'm a part of this really amazing group of women. Um, and it's really fascinating that every time a group of women get together and we start to connect and share what always ends up happening is somebody has a yeast infection and somebody wants to talk about uh how did i get this and how do i get rid of this um so it's an important very important conversation that women are having all the time now it's very important that I'm showing up and I need to put this, you know, as really, really important. Okay. I'm showing up not as a medical profession. I'm not a doctor. I am not a vagina specialist in the medical field. Um, so the information that I'm going to share with you is information that I've gained from my own personal experience um, of years and years and years of having yeast infections, chronic yeast infections, and uh, healing that as well as, you know, uh, all the thousands of women that I've had conversations with over the years about yeast infections, what works, what doesn't work, these kinds of things. So the knowledge that I'm giving you is not from medical professional. Okay. That's just my disclaimer needed to say that. Okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about yeast. <laughs> It's not just what helps raise bread. <laughs> so in our bodies, we have all sorts of different kinds of, you know, um, bacteria. And yeast happens to be one of those. I'm pretty sure yeast is a bacteria. But again, this is not the medical. I'm not. So uh, it, it may not be technically a bacteria, okay? But there is yeast in everybody's body. And each vulva, each vagina has a very delicate ecosystem. And that ecosystem, and when a yeast infection happens is when the ecosystem gets whacked, when it gets off tilter. And because in the ecosystem, there are good bacteria and bad bacteria and the good bacteria keep the yeast at bay. So it does yeast does what it's supposed to do, but doesn't run amok. And when uh, there's certain things that can knock off the ecosystem of the, you know, the, the vagina, and once that ecosystem is knocked off, then the yeast start to grow and manifest and then take over the whole ecosystem that doesn't just stay in 
doesn't just stay in the vaginal canal, it can move through the whole body and that's called candidiasis. And it's also important that penis owners understand that you also can get yeast infections, especially um, uncircumcised penises um, can be a breeding ground again for yeast running amok when the, the healthy bacteria that keeps it at bay gets out of kilter. Um, and non-circumcised penises can also have a yeast infection. It may not present itself, it may not show any symptoms, and it also can re-infect uh, the vagina that it's playing with. <laughs> okay, so that's kind of, it's really important for us to all understand. Now, what is the, here are the main things that will send the, the ecosystem out of balance. So the first one is antibiotics. Pretty much most vagina owners, uh, if you take high dose of or high quantity of antibiotics, you most likely without doing any um, proactive uh, care to prevent this, you will most likely get a yeast infection because the antibiotics kills all the bacteria in our bodies, including the good bacteria. Okay. So antibiotics, number one. The second cause is sugars. Yeast love sugar. It's like, oh yeah, let's have a party. <laughs> Thanks for bringing the sugar. So there's different, you know, different effects of different kinds of sugar, but the worst of all of the sugars is definitely refined sugar. All right. So if you have a tendency to get yeast infections, um, you might want to be looking at your sugar content that you are consuming as being some of the cause of why the yeast get to run amok. <laughs> okay. So we got sugar, we got antibiotics. Um, now something else that can happen, uh, is again, like I talked about, if you are having non barrier sex, um, with a penis or a sex toy that, uh, has come either has a yeast infection or has come in contact with the yeast infection, that's another way in which you can catch an, it's not really catch a yeast infection. It's another way that your ecosystem could get knocked out of whack. Um, another, uh, often is not having breathable undergarments. So if you wear our undergarments, so, um, making sure that if you are wearing undergarments like panties, um, that you wear cotton, hundred percent cotton because any poly, poly la, 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 polyester or synthetic will prevent breathing. And again, as soon as it gets hot, wet, and moist, uh, yeast is like, that is perfect braiding ground for it to grow and grow and take over the whole ecosystem, okay? So think about, you always want a nice, cool breeze. <laughs> That'll help to keep the yeast at bay. <laughs> Uh, pantyhose are the worst. So if you are a pantyhose, you like wearer, uh, you might want to change to wearing stockings so that there can be breathing in the genital area. Um, 
The other thing that can help that can knock things out of you know whack is things like new soaps, fragrant soaps, um, douching. Now it's really important. The vagina is a delicate ecosystem, but it is also self-cleaning. It's like a self-cleaning oven. And when we try to, uh, you know, douche it, unless it's with a specific, for specific reason for health purposes or, uh, you know, for a particular reason, doing regular douching will cause the ecosystem to uh, run amok, which then will lead lack of good bacteria, which will keep your yeast at bay. Okay, so don't douche it. Wash it, wash it with water and swishy, swishy. And you can use, if you really want to, uh, you know, make sure and, you know, really wash it. I don't want to use the word well, cause that's saying that it's not well, but if you want some extra oomph, then you can do like have a bath with, you know, Epsom salts, um, you know, but do not add strawberry flavored anything um, also talking about flavors. So another thing is lubes. Lubes that uh, have glycerin in them or flavored lubes or flavored condoms or condoms that have glycerin lube in it. All glycerin is another form of sugar, which again, will run amok and the yeast will take over. So we've got douches, fragrant soaps, sugar, uh, breathe, you want breathable, Antibiotics, these are the things that cause yeast. Uh, eating a lot of bread, having a lot of alcohol, these things also can contribute to an increase of yeast production in your body. Um, and the last one that's really common, but we don't really talk about is stress. <laughs> that's right, stress, baby, stress. The more emotional, physical uh, stress you're under, the more likelihood that your ecosystem is going to run amok. And the first thing will be the yeast will run amok and you will most likely get a yeast infection. So if you're pro especially if you're prone to yeast infections, if you don't tend to get them very often, may, you know, your, your symptoms in your body um, when you're under stress may not present any yeast infection. But for me, I'm incredibly prone to yeast infections. I have the most delicate ecosystem, vaginal ecosystem ever. <laughs> so being stressed causes yeast infections for me. Okay, now, how do we like, you know, obviously changing up those things, taking course correcting, taking them out of our system. Um, oh, when you have a yeast infection, what does it typically feel like? So, oh, one last thing, sorry, is your pH balance. So your pH balance in your body um, will again, either may help yeast to grow, it may prevent good bacteria from happening in your body or destroy good bacteria. And it may actually, you may end up having 
vaginitis or uh, something that presents like a yeast infection, but it's not actually a yeast infection. You might have some discharge. It might smell a little funky. Um, you know, the, the taste of, of your fluids may be really bitter. Um, and that might be more of a pH balance than a yeast infection. Okay. So those two things can kind of present very similar to each other. So one of the ways in which, so first thing we want to do, um, sorry, I'm just like seeing messages, just making sure that I acknowledge everybody. Thanks for everybody who's live with me. Um, I think it's awesome that majority of my live people team seem to be based on their names, uh, penis owners. <laughs> Love it. It's good to know what happens in the vagina and how to handle yeast infections. <laughs> okay. So um, where was I? Okay. So a yeast infection tends to be, uh, you, you get a, a white discharge. It may smell bad. Uh, it's incredibly, it can be sore and raw and burny and itchy. And, and these symptoms can present like this as a yeast infection. It also can present as a vaginitis and it also can pre present as an STI. So it's important that you kind of do your due diligence. Um, you know, start with assuming that it might be, uh, you know, some pH balance issues and some yeast and spend a week um, trying to get that under control. And I'm going to talk about some of the ways you can get that under control. If the symptoms are still there and you're still struggling with it, then, and you do all the things that I'm going to talk about, then it's really important to go to your doctor or to go to the clinic to go get properly tested to find out. And they'll be able to exact, if it's still a yeast infection, they'll be able to pick it up in the cultures that they do. If it's something else, it's very, very important that you don't wait too long. Okay. So. I need very, very important. Okay. So let's talk about when your pH balance is off. One of the really simple and easy things that you can do to get your pH back in online is actually drinking lemon water. The lemon and consuming a, quite a bit of lemon. Um, if you can have, because lemon is a, uh, a magic. <laughs> it will help regulate the, the pH in your body, the acid levels in your body. So it's very important. So that's, that's the first thing that you can do and just start integrating that into your day-to-day -day life. You're drinking lemon water, no big deal. Cut a lemon in half, squirt it in your water that you're gonna drink um, and you're good to go. If your pH, if you feel like, so that's a good maintenance thing. If you feel like your pH is out of whack, then you might want to consume more. I would consume a couple of lemons in a day to kind of get it back on track. Uh, the next thing is you want to take out some things from your system. So now we're gonna move into assuming that it's yeast infection. Um, actually, there's a couple of things you can do with having a yeast infection that are, first there's over the counter creams and treatments. Now, it's really important that the over-the-counter creams and treatments don't actually cure your yeast infection. What they do is they mask the symptoms so that it makes it feel like you don't have a yeast infection. 
but the underlining problem, whatever was the cause, is still there. So you may clear up the yeast infection, but it may end up being reoccurring. Um, so unless it was uh, just for the simple purpose of that you had antibiotics in your system, that seven day window of treatment is the course in which your body will, you know, like I said, I was self, self-cleaning oven. So it, it'll regulate itself depending on how bad the yeast is. Okay. So that over-the-counter treatments and creams can be really helpful for the soothing process while you're doing some of these other things to boost your boost your system, boost your bacteria, your good bacteria, so that it gets basically the yeast under control and allows um, you know it to relax. Okay. So over-the-counter treatments. Now there are, there is a prescription that you can get from your doctor, which I cannot pronounce. <laughs> it's a one-time pill that you take um, that also can help, you know, get rid of yeast infection. Now, not everybody can take it. I happen to be one of those people that get, have allergic reaction to it and, it break, and I break out in a rash. My vagina feels great, but the rest of my body is itchy. <laughs> And no one knows why, but I'm kind of a weirdo that way. Now, the first thing and the most important thing is probiotics. Getting probiotics, high amounts of probiotics into your system. This is the good bacteria that I keep talking about that will do its job, which will basically kill the overrun yeast infections and put them back in their place and, you know, back where they need to be in the right balance. So probiotics, say with me, probiotics, you want the highest dose, the different, the amounts of different strains, they come in like 5 million strains, billions, five to billion strains, 10 billion, you want the highest dose and the most strains when you're buying it. And it's important that if you have allergies to uh, dairy, because a lot of probiotics are made from yogurt and those kinds of dairy products, um, fermented dairy. So uh, if you're allergic to dairy, make sure you do your due diligence in what kind of probiotics that you buy. Also, the best probiotics that you buy are refrigerated. That refrigeration because it's the live bacteria. So it needs to be cold. Okay. Probiotics, probiotics, probiotics. Get lots of it in there. Thank you for everybody who's watching and all the love. All right. Now, the next thing is cranberry pills. Cranberry pills are really good for overall vaginal health, period. It prevents UTIs, which are urinary tract infections. It will help with yeast infections. Overall, cranberry, uh, you can take one pill or two pills, and you want to get them in a pill form because cranberry, unless you're going to eat raw, fresh cranberries um, with no sugar, because most cranberries are incredibly bitter. And when you go to buy cranberry juice, what ends up happening is that cranberry juice has lots of sugar in it, 
which is going to be counterproductive because sugar is yeast's best friend and your enemy when you have a yeast infection. Okay. So cranberry pills. Um, some other soothing is baths. So you can have like an Epsom salts bath. You can have a chamomile bath. And so for anybody who's not allergic to chamomile, I know that there are quite a few people that are, you know, allergic to chamomile. And so chamomile is a nice soothing of the skin and it helps to relax the body and it helps great for stress. And chamomile is like one of those miracle herbs if you're not allergic to it. So how do you have a chamomile bath? So what you do is you boil a huge pot of water. You take like five to eight bags of chamomile tea. Make sure you take off any like um, printing or, you know, the tag part of the tea bag. Um, and then you just drop it into the pot once the pot is fully boiled and you let it sit for about probably about a half an hour, half an hour to an hour. And then you can pour half of that chamomile water into your bath. And you can usually be able to make two baths out of one, out of one giant pot. And then the other is cedar. Cedar is really good for cleansing, emotional cleansing, energetic cleansing, and all sorts of bacterial cleansing. It's, it's, cedar is also really good. You can have a cedar bath as well. And with a cedar bath, what you do is you go and you get cut down, you cut some cedar bells and, um, and then you boil it for about a half an hour. And in that half an hour, after that half an hour, you can do the same thing. You can throw half of the pod water cedar in your cedar bath. And again, it's good for all of lots of things. Yogurt. Uh, if you're not allergic to yogurt, increase your yogurt content. And again, make sure that your yogurt that you're eating is and filled with sugar. So no yogurt with fruit, <laughs> no yogurt with honey, no yogurt with sugar. It's uh, again, sugar is your enemy when you have a yeast infection. And um, you can also uh, put a clove of garlic up in your vagina. So I find this is very, this works really well for me. Um, I usually only need to do a day, maybe two days of this where I just pop a clove of garlic. So I take a clove of garlic, I unwrap, like I uh, peel it. Um, and then I just pop it up inside my vaginal canal and it stays there. I can do it before I go to bed while I'm sleeping and then I, you know, pop it out in the morning and then I might pop a new one in uh, throughout the day and then I'll do another one at night. Um, and that seems to recalibrate the ecosystem for me. So, um, you know, and then you get to make all sorts of ridiculously uh, crass jokes about making garlic bread. <laughs> Gotta laugh. <laughs> okay, so I think that's all the things. That's all the things with the yeast infection. Um, again, you know, if you do these things, probiotics, especially after you've had a yeast infection, and while you're oh, very important. When you have a yeast infection, all non uh, 
how do I want to put this? Uh, if you're going to have sex without a barrier, without a condom, um, with anybody who you're not, who you're having sex with, you need to make sure that if you're going to have sex during that period of your yeast infection, you must wear a condom so that you don't contaminate, not contaminate, but basically, yes, contaminate your partner um, or partners. Because as soon as you're done, you're used to it, they'll just keep giving it back to you. Okay, so that's very, very important. So while you have a yeast infection, either forgo penetrative sex, um, which you most likely will want to because it'll be sore, raw and itchy. Okay. But in the event that you don't make sure that you have a condom on during that process. Okay. Number one, number two, um, anybody that you have non uh, condom sex with non barrier sex with, uh, you want to make sure that they are for two weeks on a regimen of probiotics too. So that uh, if they happen to have be the carrier of the yeast, that might be the cause of the infection, that they too can make sure that they don't reinfect you. Okay. So everybody go get some probiotics, everybody take probiotics and take probiotics for 14 days. Um, if you had a really bad yeast infection and you did take a lot of antibiotics, then I would recommend doing uh, a month's worth of probiotics just to get your whole, because it's not just the ecosystem of your vaginal canal, it's also your digestion ecosystem that relies on good bacteria. So those probiotic in your intestines and your digestion all needs to happen there too, okay? So take them at least for about a month. Okay, that's it. That's it. That's all. <laughs> Thanks for love. Thanks for hanging out with me. I know this wasn't a very sexy conversation, but an important one nonetheless. And to spend more time with me in a, I am only available for professional support, meaning to hire me for coaching, um, to hire me for education, to hire me to help support you. Um, I am only available in a professional capacity. I am not, and I repeat this, not available for dating, sex, flirting, getting married or having anybody's babies. So if you want to make time, if you want to have time with me to hire me in the, all the beautiful things that I do in the world to make the world a safer, sexier, healthier, and happier place, you can visit me at GaiaMorissette.com, which is the hub to all things Gaia. And that is where you will find all the ways that you can spend time with me and hire me and all the services that I offer. And again, do not contact me if you are not hiring me in a professional capacity. I love that I have inspired you. I love that you find me attractive. I love all of those things, but that's not why I show up in the world. And it's really important to respect my boundaries. All right, till next time. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm Gaia Morissette. Don't forget to tip your hostess with Patreon um, to support the work that I do in the world, as well as visit me at GaiaMorissette.com. And don't forget to check out all the other episodes of My Orgasmic Life, which can be found on all of your popular podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, as well as my website. Bye-bye. <laughs>